The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your hosts, Ray Austin and J.D. Harris, are getting the discussion together, so it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you, too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your hosts of The Man Cave, J.D. Harris and Ray Austin. What's up? What's up? Do that dance. Here's your chance to do the hump. We got Hump Wednesday on with the fellas. Uh, Ray has taken what Shanika said. Seriously, he went and got his uh, cold drink. He got his wife beater on, looking like Debo. I mean, I'm kind of scared. You know, I'm petrified. I'm glad I'm in uh, Arizona. I almost said Chicago. But then I just know that he'll probably slip out on some ice and break his neck because it's like snowing. It's not that. It's not even that cold. It's cold, but it's not that cold. It's like 40 degrees. I heard snow on the ground yesterday. Or, yeah, yeah, thirty-two yeah. degrees snow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's it's all week. It's it's shot. This whole week shot. And I was on a I was on a good training regimen. We was riding bikes. We was doing all that. Now it's like you walk outside. It's back to Chicago. Yeah, we're and, about and, and, that. And you know what else? Seventy-eight degrees today. That's all. But check this out. They they shutting off all the streets already for the draft. They like they they already posting up. Go this way when the you know all Michigan's getting shut down next week. State's getting shut down. It's crazy. So you you do have a room available for me when I show up, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, just don't mess up my sheets like you did last time. <laughs> Still trying to get them smells out. Anyway, what's up, E? What's going on, man? Looking like a coach over there. Hey, you know it's, it's all about it's all about branding. It's all about branding. I'm not as swole as you, but you know, so you know, <laughs> See, I, I like my medium T-shirt. Right, he just, the, the sleeves fell off. You know, <laughs> I got it rolled up real tight. <laughs> What's up, man? Same. Yo, I I, I want to get start. I just want to start off with like it's so funny. I've been I was uh you know you know we were we were talking about health and and you know our bodies and you know in the cave, bro. We got to talk about everything. You know, we we getting up to them. You know, them forties now. You know, I'm in the forty. I mean, I'm in the second half of my life, and. All it took me was to have one scare, <laughs> and I had to change change up some some things a little bit. But you know, I was reading this article today about you know dietary supplements and supplements. Period. You know, you can get up into the you know you know GMC, Vitamin Shop, all these you know these shops, and and you get overwhelmed. You know, you see all these signs. You know, you see these signs, the pills, and you're like, man, I want to, I need that. I want to take that. I should get some of this. Or oh, that's for my joints. That's for my muscles. And I watched this documentary the other day, and then I did some more research afterwards. Do you realize, like, most of the stuff that you see in GNC uh, in Vitamin Shop is not even, not even, it's nothing. It's not I even mean, FDA literally, you, we could, we could all make our own pill and put it out there for eighty-nine bucks. That which takes, mind you, nine dollars to make one jar that they sell for twenty-nine sixty-nine dollars, and none of it's regulated. We don't even know what half the stuff is in it. 
Well, and it's funny because one of my good friends, uh, she's coming out because she's a diabetic and all these mm-hmm. things, and she's a mother of six. When you see her, like I feel like I need to take a short walk on a long pier because she's like ripped. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the things she's doing, she actually goes with her uh, brand of vitamin. She's actually going through the Mayo Clinic. Because okay. she, she was telling me this is funny. This conversation is coming up because I have a shipment of stuff coming in for me because, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to trim up, especially since I'm limited with activity with the injury. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been like making a higher emphasis on eating healthy. In fact, I have vegetable popsicles. It was actually. Yeah, oh. they're they're fruit and vegetables. It was like a frozen smoothie, basically. <laughs> OK. How, yeah. how does it taste? It was flat tasting. It had like it looked like it was struggling to taste real good, but mm. it was like something like preventing it, like plastic or rubber. It was almost there. It looked, and I'm like, as much money as they charged me for that bad boy, I thought it would be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But you know, in a second, it'll be like Satan's. Satan looks for air conditioning when it gets hit. It's about June here, so I mean, those bland popsicles will come in handy. They would, right? <laughs> It'd be like. <laughs> but the but the crazy thing is, you know, they say most people now, of course, don't eat the vitamin or the the get the nutrition and the uh, the, the fruits that they're, they're supposed to daily. So they think taking the pills is replacing them not eating the vitamins and the vegetables and the fruits in in their day. And then it was said it was it was an article I read actually earlier this morning that taking more pills than you're supposed to you have a 100% time chance of catching cancer. Now, like, you know, like you go, Hey man, you know, I want to lose weight. So if I take two, they say, you know, the regular doses is two. So if I take four, I, I, you know, maybe working that, that makes your liver and your kidneys work overtime trying to kick that stuff out of your body. And, and, you know, people are, you know, dying because of this. Cause they, you know, they don't know what's getting put in this stuff. Well, and see, here's, here's the other issue too. Because the fruits and vegetables no, no longer have the normal potency that it used to have because of all the manufacturing, Masato, and how things are farmed now. Uh, yeah. even, and so even another thing, what they're doing and some of the organic uh, pat, uh, places where they're farming these things, they may have that organic, but before that, they had the products that weren't organic. So it's all in the soil uh, still. So, I mean... It's almost you damned if you do, you damned if you don't, and it's Man. like so. So sometimes it just want, I want to be like the people in Hawaii and just be big and health, uh, fat and grubbing. It's crazy. <laughs> you 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 drive by a fast food restaurant and you can get a whole meal for two dollars, but uh, you know grapes cost six ninety nine. You know it's like huh? How must you know? How's a family of four supposed to eat and be healthy? I don't get it. Is that I it's, mean it's, it's impossible. That's one of the reasons why. I kind of regret even when I moved out here, I was going to get uh, some acreage, you know, and do my training and stuff in the backyard. But the quality of the house itself wasn't going to be ready. And, you know, we don't like projects. We like to come in and have our house ready because that woman in your life is going to make you have a whole bunch of projects. So (laughs) you you want something complete already, you know. Right. But anyway, so one of the reasons why I even moved to a warmer climate so I can at least – grow lemons so you know this year my lemon tree produced mm-hmm. about 60 lemons well you know i called it yellow gold because that was a do- i looked in a store and they were a dollar a pop out mm-hmm. here 
Mm. And then my neighbors have grapefruits. Uh, the other one has oranges. So at least my juice, I mean, I got about five, six, they sell grapefruits at garage sales out here. Jeez, wow. Man, I, you know what? I was blessed to live in Hawaii. You don't know this. I, was, I lived in Hawaii for five years and was blessed to live there as a little kid. And when I was playing football, you know, back in the day, travel football for us was you get your four friends and we're going to go to that neighborhood and then that neighborhood. <laughs> that was travel football to us, you know. <laughs> and when we would get tired, we would just jump. The, the you know everybody's uh stealing was <laughs> jumping the fences and taking guavas and lemons and oranges and you know bananas and you know sugar cane anything we could eat and everybody would just put it in a pile and that was our lunch as we played but it was just all natural fruits and stuff you know what i'm saying it's just like when you look and i look back at that and like and i i taste an orange or, or or you know an apple now and i'm like what is what is this it's not a, an apple. An apple isn't supposed to taste bland. You know, it's supposed to taste sweet. You know, you don't you don't get that anymore. Yeah, and, and that was one of the things too. When I lived in Europe, which was totally different. Like it's funny. It was how shopping used to be because mm. there's they're now starting to get that kind of Walmart presence there. But yeah. um, every week, like uh, especially when I was in France and Italy, I would walk down the street, literally not even a half a block. And they set up on Mondays and Thursdays, and yeah. it was it was a, uh, a market, and these markets went on for blocks, so it was like almost like a swap meet. So for right. uh, you're getting the oranges, their branches are still on it. I would go get my blood oranges. I would go get fresh chicken. I mean, some of the chickens even had feathers on the neck. Uh, the fish, jet- wow! I mean, literally, like uh, still I remember- still moving, huh? Man, the fish was literally on ice, and they had a saw for, like, the fish so you could get your tuna fillets and stuff like that. I mean, mm. I, at least for a year of, over a year in my life, I know that in my adult life that I've been able to eat, like, really health, healthy. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and, 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 and everybody in the man cave, we, we, we bring this stuff up because, you know, we all we, – we all, Men are the we're the worst of going to the to the doctors. We're the worst taking care of ourselves. That's why we have wives and and women to do it for us. But we want to make sure that we're getting out that information. You know, we we should have somebody come in and talk about this stuff because look, especially being former athletes and stuff, we we tend to think that we're still you know invincible like we were when we were growing up. And then you know a lot of us are you know end up dealing with you know issues when they get you know in that second time you know second half of their life. You know, it was great to have Todd McMillan on we had him on and you know see that he was dealing with cancer and you know I know you've got some stuff you know dealing with your back and you know as well as myself and it's just I think a lot of times we need to share that stuff so we can get it out and you know and, and you just never know sometimes you just need to open up that that that, that line of communication absolutely and I, you know and we plan on having Dr. Hyde and some other people in the profession come back on and speaking of that, I, I, I read a – I don't know if you guys saw this, and I know we're about to go to break, but did you guys see the NFL, the um, the judge for the concussion lawsuit actually okayed it for over a billion dollars and said that – it's just a little disturbing. I wanted, to, I wanted to just read this before we go to break, but it says that the federal judge was approved a potential $1 billion plan to resolve thousands of NFL concussion lawsuits filed in retired players. The NFL expects 6,000. The NFL expects 6,000 out of the 20,000 players will suffer Alzheimer's or dementia. Wow. 
what's scary about that, Ray, and we've talked about this. We've talked about it, yeah. But what's scary is those of us that played college and high school because yep. that information didn't come out to us, and we yep. know it trinkle, trinkles down. Like right. when there's a study done in the NFL, then it goes to college, high, then it goes to high school, school then yep. Pop Warner. Yep. And, um, you know, I think about that, and it's like, as sad as it is, I'm happy for you, you know, for people that are involved that's again taken care of. But right. then the people like myself or Emory that have played and, you know, I've had several concussions. Yep. And I mean, let's be honest, probably if I knew the same information, I would still play. Cause, you know, and, and we all will. Let's let's just be honest. Yeah, you know, but it, it, it would have been nice to know um, that that could be a possibility. You know what I mean? And I think everybody, I, you know, I mean, when you played, I think everybody knew, hey, I, I know I'm putting my body on the line to a point if I know I'm going to break I'm a, a possible break a leg, tear a knee, you know, at the worst back in our day, our thing was, you know, I don't want to break my neck. You know, that was always the thing that we always thought about. We know I and I guarantee if you ask, you know, a thousand football players from college, high school to pros, did they ever think that brain damage was ever going to be something that was talked about? Absolutely not. No one thought about that. And, and it's thing but that, you know, they showed you. I remember before spring practice in high school, they, they showed you that tape. I mean, it was like three minutes long of people breaking their necks. Yep. It was like so. It was like now you got to go practice. Like man, I don't want to practice. I just watched you know tape of everybody breaking their necks. But they showed you that. They showed you the leg injuries. Um, but they never talked about brain injuries. You always just assume that because you had the helmet on, you was you was good to go. Yep. And and you know it's it's, it's tough to hear. And uh, you know we'll, we'll get into this a little bit more. You know because this this come you know hits hits home for me and and a lot of my friends. So let's get back. We'll, we'll come back in a little bit to the man cave. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. 
From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. We back, we back in the man cave with DJ Emery and Jazzy JD and Sugar Ray. And, uh, you know, we're just talking health right now. We're just we're gonna get off of that in real quick and talk some real sports in a minute. But like I said, we you know this this is very interesting with the NFL's new you know the, this this lawsuit everybody's been talking about. It's been all over the news for the last you know two years. And and, and I, I what's the word? I guess I can say fortunately and unfortunately I'm 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 a part of it. And um, I think you know, and I've seen a lot of my friends, former former players, former teammates of mine that had we've we've had these conversations, we've had these little you know powwows about you know issues have you know issues that we've had you know after playing football. I'm not just talking you know you know you know loss of memory and stuff like that, but also aches and pains and things that are you know catching up to them. And you know, it's good to discuss these things because I think now you know now that I know I'm a a human being, grown man, and not an invincible football player anymore. Life means a lot more to me, and I want to know these things. And I think sometimes as men, we kind of don't feel that we have to express those things. You know, if they're going through something, they don't. You, we kind of think it's you know not a good idea to tell everybody what we're going through. But you know, I, you know, I, I think I'll be the first to open up the you know the gate and say, you know, I've had some issues with with uh, 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 loss of memory and 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 kind of you know. Getting the right words to say and things like that. I've 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 been affected by concussions. Now, would I stop? Would I if I if I knew what I knew now about concussions? Would I have stunt still played? And I have to. That's that. That's that thing that I would say. And you know, fortunately, I would. You know, because you know that's the thing about football. It's it's uh, JD always uses this great uh, saying. It's like it's like that ex girlfriend. You know, you love them, but you can't stand them. You know, it's it's that but it's that 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 love hate you know relationship that you've had with it. And you know, I don't know. Would Emery? Would you? Would you now knowing all the stuff that we know with the concussions and 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 and, and you know now it's connected they say to alzheimer dementia you know would would that change you know does it would that have changed i would you let your son play knowing these things right now i I would still play um knowing the risk uh we do a lot of things in life in general that we know the risk of and yet we still partake in it um and i also would let my son play the problem i have is you know I, i think once the equipment changed then you start to see injuries jump up concussions jump up uh, you know, now that people are taking a lot more supplements, that happened. That that tends to, you know, cause injury. And also the coaching at the youth level. I remember I went to a Little League game. My nephew was playing football. I went down to, to check him out when I was in town. And I, I'm going out there. And I remember I played the same youth league. These coaches now have polos with the, the team logo on it, play call sheets, headsets. I'm like, wait a minute. They, they're seven and eight-year-olds. What do you what play? Call seat you. Like, what do you have a wristband? What, what are you doing? It so was great that as opposed to like 
the proper technique and how to tackle and things like that to stay safe. Yep. And that's what I was going to say because one, one of the issues I found, and I mean, and I see these guys a lot out here, especially doing the specialized training that I do. A lot of these guys, they're, they didn't even play. Um, and so then they're out there trying to live through their children and things like that. Or, I mean, and that's not everyone's case, but, and I've always said this too, if the NFL or any other person wanted to, well, stop concussions, they'll take the face mask off. We know that. That changes how we play because we all played in the street and in the backyard. Mm -hmm. If they want to stop concussions, take off the, the helmets, just like rugby. But here's the other thing too. Now the, That's a good point. An, I like a, that. Another thing is these kids – play more games and tournaments. Like out here, we have a winter Pop Warner League. Then you have the AYL, you know. Th so these kids, by the time they played maybe three times as many games we played in our whole career, they played <laughs> before they were 10. Jeez. And, I mean, I'm serious because everyone is scouting earlier. Everybody's recruiting. They're giving scholarships earlier. So this mm. is a big monster. So, But at the end of the day, if you want to take away concussions, take away the helmet. Take away the face mask. Take away the face mask. It changes. But they're not well, going to do that. Yeah. Uh, we try to figure out how do we fix that problem. You know, and to me, the generation of what we're living in and how – the, the the sport has, you know, I don't know about what you guys think, but I've seen the, the, the sport transform, you know, from players to coaches, like you just said, you know, Emery. I don't know if you've even seen, if, if you guys both seen the uh, reality show Friday Night Tikes? Or the Little Tikes? Yeah, the little, the, it's, yeah, I think, yeah, it's called Friday Night Tikes, I think is what it's called. Yeah. And you see these grown men screaming at these little boys, and then I, I literally see those, you know, little kids get knocked out. You know, and then I've seen kids stay. I don't want to play no more, you know, because they just, they, you know, you, they get hit and hurt. And they're like, I, you just, you didn't, you didn't hit the life out of them. They don't even want to play the sport anymore. But, Ray, that's I, happened when we played. I, I feel you, but you just, but, what you, it what did you just say? Well, what did you just say? I, when I, when I played Pop Warner, I was 8 0, meaning I only played eight games. <laughs> they're up to like 12, 14 games now, like just as many as high school. So you're, you're adding on more, you know, and now they're talking about more games in the NFL. Like, well, I, don't, I don't get it. You know, I don't, don't I'm like, what? well, it's money. You get it. It's, well, I get it. it yeah. It's not about safety. They make it about safety. But and this is going to transition. I'm going to take this part and transition to what we're going to talk about now. Now we're seeing like teams when they're evaluating these guys coming in, starting to prepare for the draft and free agency and stuff like that. Now they have to consider that X factor is will this person, first of all, are they prone to concussions, and will they quit just like some of the people, other people have after a year or so? So now you have that chart. You know, you have the flag system where you're red flagging guys and saying, okay, is this guy prone to more injury? Because, I mean, uh, you know, when you're putting, out, putting together and evaluating them and grading them, now that's another factor, a uh, column that you have to add, Right. Will he be a long-termer? Even right. though we know the average lifespan of an NFL athlete is three years in the league. But now they're saying, well, this guy quit after one year. Because we've had guys that were all Big Ten. 
uh, a guy from Michigan, I'll never forget it, went, went to Platteville. Mm-hmm. They started throwing them things out there. And he went AWOL. He was like the Junction nope. Boys. He was looking for the train, jumping off, walking down the street with his back snap, <laughs> ready to roll. So that goes into this whole thing now. Um, what you're going to do, whether this guy, you know, is this guy a guy that we can rely on with the scaring, uh, with the scaring of information that's being put out there? So, yeah, every- I- yeah, I mean, yeah, Emery, I mean, what, what do you got to say about that? I mean, I'll, I'll have my, you know, what do you what do you think? I just think that it's, you know, there's different ways people spin it. Like when you look at Chris Borland's situation, I'm willing to think that maybe there was something else beyond uh, the curtain that he's going to use. I'm worried about concussions and use that platform as opposed to say, hey, I almost got I'm a test positive for X, Y, Z. You know, I think some people will now use that, uh, you know, as an excuse. But, you know, I think J.D. is right where you have to start to, you know, wonder certain positions. You know, maybe a receiver doesn't have to worry about it as much as an interior lineman, offensive defense. Maybe a quarterback doesn't really have to worry about it or running back. Um, But if you're in the trenches, I'm pretty sure if those studies, if you break those studies down even more by position, you're probably going to see more interior linemen as opposed to skill players. Right. Right. All right. So as we're going into this and think about the draft, because we're eight days away and already, you know, you got the rumors starting, things like that. And, you know, we'll all be in Chicago next week. So, Emery, are, are you still at the same spot where you were last week? Uh, we're, we, we've talked off air with this. Number one, let, let's talk about the first five picks. Uh, you can start off first one. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What's the deal, Pickle? Jameis Winston. I'm still taking Jameis. <laughs> oh I'm God. still hitching my wagon to Jameis because, uh, again, I look at the talent at receiver at tight end. I think him being the type of quarterback he is going to make that offensive line look a lot better. And I think defensively, by the offense being able to sustain drives, they'll look a lot better as a result. And also, good draft for defensive ends. I think they can get help along the defense at defensive end. I think the linebackers. Um, are solid. They can use one more, uh, maybe a sandbacker. And I think they're stacked at, at corner and at safety. I think they have a lot of talent. They just had poor play at quarterback. Now, I think, you know, Winston, in my opinion, is that guy that can help get them over the hump and make them competitive in the NFC South. Emory, I'm giving you your mama look. You know, the, when your mama looking at you like, boy, you just said what? You just said what? It's a guy like Winston you know, as opposed to um, someone, if we're taking rookies, Winston as opposed to, you know, Huntley. Huntley going to take a lot of sacks. Uh, Mariota's, you know, versus the blitz. Once teams figure that out, they're going to blitz him constantly. Look at Ryan Tannehill and look how he struggles versus the blitz. So Winston, I, I know his trial by fire. I know he's been battle tested, especially in a clutch situation. So I'll roll with him and trust that I can get him to stay on a straight and narrow. Okay, so. I'm going to play advocate here and think about this. The O-line struggle for Tampa Bay. Winston, huh? Quarterbacks can sack themselves. Yeah, and, and I've talked about that, holding the ball too long, things like that. But Winston, even though the conference he comes out of, things like that, when we saw a little pressure get on him and he gets out there backpedaling, slew-footed, longer mechanics, things like that, you have that thing. Tampa Bay just lost their whole secondary. 
that they spent how many millions on? I mean, from the past three three years ago when they went in and brought everyone in, not one of those guys are remaining. So they have a great deal of holes to fill. And you have someone like Cleveland that needs some good PR as much as possible. Why not trade that pick, get two picks, because Tampa Bay is not one player away. They're, I, I think mean, they're this. I think huh? they are. Offensively, I think they are. They, they got some good players. I mean, Jonathan Banks is a good cornerback from Mississippi State. You look at, um, I don't have the well, roster. Well, offensive, if you ain't got a line in the trenches. But here's the thing. If you can, as a, you, you guys know this, you can, you get rid of football quickly, you know, that offensive line now all of a sudden looks like, look at Texas A&M's offensive line, how we think those tackles are outstanding. Well, we're going to talk about this stuff a little bit more. We're going to go into break. Uh, I'm going to give Emory a chance to rethink about his decision. We'll give him a second. We'll give him a second. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's, come on. Let's play drug code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drugs cool. Uh, we're going to play some porno music or not, and this is the game that we play that you're going to hear some music, and it's either from a porno or it's not. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? It's time for a look at sports from Behind the Lens with Pete Delonzo. This show provides an inside focus on what goes on in the sports world that you don't hear about on most sports talk radio shows. There have been a lot of changes in the way sports on television is presented. This includes rules, looks, and attitudes. Pete Delonzo has a 30-year-plus Emmy Award-winning career working behind the scenes in sports coverage. Now you can get the real story behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. So we're back, and we have uh, Ray on, and we're going to get Ray's opinion on the first pick of the draft. I don't know. I just, you know, we, 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 we talked about it last week a little bit, and I, I've... 
you know, I've been blessed to, to, to spend a lot of time with Lovey from college and even in the pros. And, you know, nowadays you're getting so much when you got with, with, with players now. You're not just, they're not just, you know, superior athletes. They're, they're also human beings, you know what I mean? And, and I, you know, yeah, of course, Lovey's going to say in the media, of course, yeah, well, I make Jamerson Winston the face of our franchise. Yes, of course. Do I think he really, really, truly means that? I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think that because, you know, he's always been a man about character. Yeah, he's also been a man about, hey, I forgive you if you made some mistakes in the past, you know, bounce back and, and recover from that. I, I can always say that about him. He doesn't hold grudges in that in that sense. He's always looking for a person to grow. He understands he's a young player. The dude is a baller. We know that. He's 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 tough as nails. He can throw the ball. I think he has a little he has a little bit of difficulty reading really complex defenses. That's just my opinion. And coming from those this this new quarterback that sit back in the shotgun and uh, that 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 real rapid you know or even even Mariota with, with Oregon I remember watching Oregon and Tennessee play and I swear to God they got out the they got out of the huddle faster and playing faster than any team that I've ever played ever seen. But in saying that, there's something called the snap count that's not really used in college as much. People, they're, uh, I'm sorry, quarterbacks don't get to the line in college and look at the defense, figure out what the snap count is, you know, set, blue 35, 14, dash, you know, that you don't, you don't see that a lot. That's taught when they get to the NFL. And to me, I think both have, have, you know, a little, 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 little trouble with that. But I think Winston has it more than, than Mariota. I think, I think Mariota can, can come in because the, the Tampa Bay offense is not very, it's, it's not very complex. It's pretty simple, but again, you're still going to have to have that, that, that upfront snap count and understand how that is. I think with a guy like Winston, I think he's going to allow himself to rely more on his physical ability instead of like actually learning to play to be an NFL quarterback. That's just my opinion. If I think the first draft, the first pick of the draft, it should be your boy. What's his name? Uh, Leonard Williams. I, the, that, oh, I would. That's right. I just see Lovey going defense. That's just in my opinion. I just do, and I might be wrong about that. But I just, I, if 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 I if I say, you know what, at the end of the day, am I going to make this man put my money on this guy as a quarterback, and we go the whole ship sinks, or if I get a defensive end? We it's we can see how that works, and and at least I'm gonna be here for six years. I can at least grow this team and this be my team. That exactly. I mean, you're in a position to be a coach killer with a and, with a win. And, and here's the other thing too. Yeah, typically D linemen aren't the ones that your uh live your career is based upon or is associated with. Uh, and knowing that they have some discord within the organization on who to draft between the two quarterbacks. Well. You know what? We'll take away that argument with the very first pick. I'll either trade down or I'll just get the best guy on the board, which is Warren Sapp, number two. And now I've I've answered a lot of things on my defense because we've known the typical pattern uh, in teams that have won a Super Bowl. Typical pattern has been strong defense. An offense that doesn't turn over the ball and great special teams. That's mm-hmm. kind of the Bill Parcells formula yep. that has trickled down for the teams that typically, like you go back to look at the teams 
uh, that were in the you know playoffs and towards the end are getting the Super Bowl. Seattle did what? They ran the ball, they played great defense, and they had decent special teams, and they didn't turn over the ball. Now, when you get a team like New England that they still play decent defense, good defense, special teams, and then Tom Brady is just Tom Brady. But the, right. that, how many times did they get to the Super Bowl and not win it right. when they had the ability to throw the ball with Randy Moss and everybody else? Right, right. So that takes us to our next pick. And not uh, our second pick, we got Tennessee on the clock. Ray, you the GM. What you do, man? I, you know, I, I would honestly, I would, I would think for a trade. I don't know why I would just think for a trade. I don't think, I think they got a lot of problems. I think that, you know, they, they got to start from scratch at this point. I think a receiver would be great. I think Amari Cooper would be, um, I think he is going to be a superstar. I think that's just my opinion. I think he has just got skills. You know, he's got hella ball skills like yeah. the, the man can find the ball in different places. And I think that's the type of, you know, they need some receivers and people like that. I think going offense first, I think trading down, getting a couple picks later and just being a rebuilding stage. I'm a I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of using that one pick and just, shop, you know, shop that around, man, like really be a general manager, like really build a team and just, you know, stop going off of these first round draft picks and do whatever, man. That don't, that does, that does, doesn't mean anything on the field. It only means that in contract time. Or like, it means something if, if you're at the back end of the round, you know, if you're a, a, a good team that's just one player away, that makes right. more sense. But uh, also you look at a Tennessee that shoot, they need a running game. They haven't had a solid running game since Chris Johnson really left. Uh, they need they really would be nice there too, though. And, and, and from what the rumor is, they're they're actually kind of high on Zach Minenberg, so trading out of it. So let's just say, going with the logic, I'm going with the logic that Tampa Bay has either traded out of it, or Tampa Bay's taken Winston. Then again, with Tennessee. Three, four, and that's the thing I like about Winston. He's diverse. I mean, uh, not Winston, but Williams. He could play that nose, or he could play that three technique. Yeah, and so or DN in a three-four system. So uh, you're, I think about JJ Watt, or you know, and I want some diversity. But going along with the lines of you, Ray, I'm trading out of the pick. Yeah. Trading out of the pick. Just- I agree. It's a long day. That 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 that, day, that first day is so important, and it's just like, man, we, this is we're we're about to bank a lot on this person. I mean, let's trade out of that man. Let's you shop have to that be around. in love with that guy. Like, Thank if you're you. that horrible, if you're that horrible of a team, that guy has to be someone that is a surefire. Like, uh, you're absolutely you are willing to trade in your wife and kids for him. It was when Mike, like Mike, how Mike Dicker took. Um, uh, Williams, um, Ricky Williams. Yep, Ricky Williams. You have to, you have to be able to f- smoke that cigar right after. Boom. You know what I'm saying? And right? he knew he was gonna get fired if it didn't work. But Emery, <laughs> what's your thoughts? Second pick. I think I, I'm a little bit old school when it comes to like the the first five or six picks in a draft. I think when you're a top pick or a top five pick, you got to be day one impactful starter. As far as like you better hit the ground running. You are that good. So right. with that said, 
Tennessee does need a quarterback, and I think their running back is on the practice squad right now that they, they're not even playing in Lake Seastrunk. You guys remember Napoleon Kaufman. They have mm. basically Napoleon Kaufman sitting on the bench and not even playing them. So I'm going to go with the guy. I the best player on the field, uh, defense, um, Vic Beasley, always in the backfield. And so every time you pop on a Clemson tape, number three is always in the backfield, making sacks, TFLs, always around the football. Uh, I, I'd go defense. Um, and take a, an impact player. And this, uh, and I'm going to go back. I felt like I'm reading a Parcells book, and I'm more of a Bill Walsh guy. But going back to Parcells, uh, one of his things was, do they either stop people from scoring points, or do they score points? Are they when you're in that top five area and you're drafting? Does that guy will he be able to put a lot of points on the board, like a Gurley or somebody or a Cooper? Or is that guy an impact player that he's just going to cause uh, Rasha all over the field? So Emery said he has Beasley. Ray and I have traded out of it. So let's go to the third pick. <laughs> e, what's your thoughts? Who are you rolling with? <laughs> Jacksonville, um, they need another guy. They need an impact player as well. You know, Obviously, they're picking in the top three. Um, and unless you're Orlando Pace, you know, chasing guys down the field, 20 yards to throw a block. I can't take an offensive lineman that high. So I'm going back to the defensive side, and I, I will go with Shaq Thompson. Three, He could play three different positions, you know, any linebacker spot, and mm-hmm. another one of the dudes that always has the football in his hands. And if you're a defensive player, that's ideal. I want you to have the ball. So I, I will go with Shaq Thompson again. So now you got to think about Sean from – the business standpoint, Jacksonville, you can go there and buy a ticket. The people try to give tickets away. All you see is that till those till seats just empty. It's like the Saints back when I was growing up. And so what did when those teams got better, what did they have to do? They went on the offensive side to get a guy that's gonna sell tickets. So mm-hmm. thinking about them, they tried Toby Gohart, Gerhardt, that kind of work didn't work. Denard Robinson is a utility guy who wants to be the starting guy. Why not Gurley in that spot? Because he got Storm Johnson. Well, Again, a lot of times teams got to look at the at their their own roster and realize, hey, we got to play this guy. Think about how many times Joe Horn bounced around the league before the Saints. Like, you know what? We're going to start him, and boom, he took off. You know, touche, touche. But now I'll, I'll say this: they also have failed at their receivers. Uh, in a previous job, we don't know how Blackman's going to come back if he's going to also stay healthy. I mean, healthy mentally, physically, and spiritually. So they have a lot of wrongs to right. So I think if I'm Jacksonville, to keep my people somewhat happy, bringing a guy in that's from Georgia, kind of on that Jacksonville border a little bit, wouldn't be a bad thing for him. I like I like the defensive pick. E. Um, the Beasley pick is nice. I, I think he's a little light in the light in the butt. But when you look at my, you know, when you look at them, their their defense, they need that type of speed, that type of linear type of player. You know, that kind of what do you call them? Uh, not, not pro because he's hybrid. not a prototype anymore. Yeah, hybrid. Thank you, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. He's that hybrid player, and that's that that's that 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 that. 
player that I think is starting to come in that defense, especially in the offensive lineman. So, but uh, yeah, let's let's go to break real quick and we'll get back to the man cave because we get it's starting to get strong right now. school to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports what sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private tv channel we support multiple media formats so all of your video content can be in one place we offer a number of advertising and video packages for more information visit VoiceAmerica.tv. if you think you've seen online tv like this before let us surprise you Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. So, welcome back. Uh, we're, we're going back on talking about these draft picks because, you know, it gets a little sticky and fishy. So, um, now we're talking about the fourth pick. Ray said he would also go with the defensive pick, correct, Ray? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Sure would. All right. So now we have the Rydos of Oakland, soon to be L.A. Won't you, uh, Ray, why don't you go ahead and tell us who you would take? <clears throat> I, you know what? This is the first time I'd go receiver. I go, I'm going to go on the offensive, offensive side because I think, I think Amari Cooper gonna, is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. If I – I think being there with Rob Moore, Amari Cooper is going to be amazing. Do I think he's going to be there? I don't think so. I think he's. I think he's going to. Something's going to happen. He's going to get traded up. He's going to get out of there. I would. I'd go back to. Um, dang, uh, the Virginia uh, Kevin White. Kevin White. Yes, Kevin White. I would. I would. I would. Uh, I would definitely take him up. I'd definitely go offense for sure. Okay. Now, Emery, the Hunt Man. W- what you think about, brother? Yeah, uh, it's either. Cooper or White, whoever's there. I, I mean, I'm I'm all for. If you drafted a, a receiver like the Jets drafted a receiver a couple of years, I mean, a quarterback a couple of years ago, um, you gotta you gotta help them out. You gotta stockpile talent around them, um, so that way they can prove whether or not they they are the player you thought they were or they weren't. Um, so I I'm with Ray with this one. Like you gotta add another receiving weapon um, opposite of Crabtree now. You know, who's on that one year deal. So I, I would go with either Cooper or White, whomever's there at four. The Raiders have to go receive. They they need somebody. They need to go. They need a home run guy. I mean, 
I, I don't see Crabtree as a home run guy. Never did. Yeah, it, but and I'm gonna say I think this uh, this class of receivers is a little bit deeper than what people think, and so because of that, another way that you establish a quarterback, you go back to Peyton. Who did he have his first year? He had Marshall Falk that caught a thousand yards and rushed for a thousand yards. Mm. So with that same mindset, if you know, and I like to be honest, I as a complete back. I like Melvin Gordon the best, but as a home run hitting a little bit of everything, that's why I think you have with Gurley. He's a little bit more flashy, and so I could see him going there to Oakland, and that helps out a young quarterback too because their running game last year, you had Maurice Drew Jones, who's no longer in the league. You had McFadden gone. You picked up Trent, Trent, Richards, Trent Richardson. I liked him out of college. But can he get his mojo back? So to guarantee I got a running game, hey, we all know you could go in later rounds and get a running back. But I mm-hmm. think I'm going to go with Gurley there or Gordon. I mean, if, if uh, the Titans didn't take Gurley, then I'm going with him there. So now we got, uh, we're down to our fifth pick. Fifth pick. Washington. <clears throat> Washington. What, what's going on with, with the East Coast, brother? Emery? I would. I would say offensive line number one um you got it so i look at probably uh one of the best offensive linemen versatile players in the draft brandon scherf out of iowa play guard or tackle both of which i think are are needs uh for washington i know they drafted on the guy morgan moses out of virginia last year so i think he could probably play right tackle williams at left tackle and scherf right there uh sheriff right there on on the inside so and they, they signed a guy uh, that I graded out as a first-round prospect last year. They signed him as a free agent, um, center Tyler Lawson out of Utah State. He, I thought he was the best center in the country last year. He went undrafted. He was on, I want to say, the Colts or the Jaguars or the Dolphins practice squad. Now he got signed by the Redskins. So I think that was the first move that the new GM made when he came in. He went and signed Tyler Lawson. So that tells me he thinks highly of him. And also mm-hmm. now they can build within that interior. So I would go Sheriff. Now I'm gonna cause some problems. You trading down again? Hey, you guys <laughs> trade out all the. Uh, no, I'm not trading. I'm not trading out. But this goes against what I normally don't believe. Cause, well, I'm gonna trade. But I'm gonna make this draft pick. But no, I'm gonna make some trades. I'm gonna go ahead and get rid of RG three. Why? Mm. Listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna take Mariota because two things. Now I learn what Chip Kelly does in the division. And I take away, kind of like with you, I'm taking away a possibility of what he may grab. And so at least I have a quarterback. You you don't have the diva that, they, that they're trying to portray. And I think RG3 has earned that diva uh, title. But you have a quarterback that you know your division rival wanted. And you can kind of keep in the same mode of, what you're doing with the current quarterback situation anyway. So it doesn't really – you get an upgrade. You still have Deshaun Jackson, who is one of the most – you know, he's one of the big, biggest big play guys in the game right now. You have all these other weapons. You have Grisson. I'll go with Mariota, and it's a double win to, for me. I'll get something for Kirk Cousin maybe or keep him. Trade RG3 because the relationship is broken. They know it. And 
I've t- kept somebody away from my rival. But then what could happen, Chip Kelly would, would be the one to take RG3 if he gets cut. <laughs> that's a that's a yeah i wasn't thinking well, I mean, well all right i mean sometimes your best de- uh, defense is offense i just don't know if rg3's totally done there yet you know he's 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 definitely he he probably does need a, a refresh a reboot to another team i just wouldn't have thought that would have been the trade for the day um I definitely think they got to go offense. I think they got to go receiver. I think, oh, like we were just talking, what Cooper's gonna be gone. Kevin, Kevin White's Even gonna with be Deshaun gone. Deshaun Jackson there and Garcon. I think, yeah. Well, I, I mean, you, you I still want. Is- oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I know. I still think you need dual. You know, you you need dual powership. I, I always think that what? you always got to have a deep threat. You always got to have, you know, a, you know, somebody that's 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 okay to go over the middle. I think with with Cooper being gone, I I think. Kevin White and Amari Cooper be gone at that time. The trade that you said, I don't know about the trade, um, but I would definitely say offense. I don't. I I, I would only say um, I would probably just say receiver. I just don't know receiver, running back. Receiver, they're solid. I think the issue is you have a soil relationship, and I don't think RG three is done as a player. But right now, and we've always talked about this, Ray. If it stinks at the beginning. And no, I I get you. I get you. Like, I, I just I don't know about it, it being totally done in Washington for him right now. I think with, with a, a with a fresh coach and a fresh GM, when they're live, I mean, I get no. I get. I'm, I'm not trying to look. It's R- the best thing to do. I'm saying what they would do. I'm not trying to look at RG like Jamerson Winston. I think RG had to me had a lot more potential coming in. I think he has just done some stupid things thus far to to give him that you know that that bougie little attitude. I think he just needs to come in on in training camp and prove people wrong. I, I just I'm a fan of RG. I I want him to do well and I think he can do well in the league. And I think a first step is cutting them braids off, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, he got to change his own image. I re- I really believe that he has to change his own image, and and that's that's part of. It. And, and I know Emery's looking at me like, man, whatever. Uh, I'm saying because it, it, it's two parts of a of an athlete now. Like it's so weird now. It's like, man, you got to look at so much now. They don't people. They, they some of these some of these guys have just got some. You know, we all had issues. Let's just be real. But I'm just saying, like. But I, I I'm not sold on that, but but trade them to somewhere like Arizona, and get they have a crop of wide receivers just sitting, and grab one of those, or you're gonna get someone good anyway. But I don't think I think they need more depth at running back, lineman, and I think I, that's what I said. I said I definitely say offense for sure because they struggled on offense big time. I mean, you know what where where they start piecing? I think that's gonna be all all this whole week. They're gonna be piecing together all week. Well, I mean, and our goal today was go. We we we're going to try to hit the ten picks, but we did fine with the top five. Uh, next week we'll be in Chicago. Uh, we're going to be raiding Ray's house and going to Maxwell Street and doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, Emery and I will both be out in Chicago. So yeah, we got to get together. We'll uh, we'll, yeah, we'll have some brew and because uh, it's it's going to be I, I you know I'm starting to hear all the the talk and what's going on. You know I don't know if you know Emery. There's a lot of like, a lot of cool stuff that's going on. So. But uh, we're going we gonna to keep it rolling, and I can't wait. I cannot wait for y'all to get here. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. We're going to see who's right. That's what I That's what I want to like. We need to put together a little list and just go down the list, have our own little draft, because we'll have the time to do it. 
and uh, and, and see what we, see where we're at. Anyway, love you guys, man. Hope to see you guys next week. And uh, that's it from us from the man cave. Be good. Peace. All right, we're just about out of here, but make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of The Man Cave with J.D. Harris and Ray Austin on the Voice America Sports Channel. See you soon. We'll be right back.